Hello, listener, and welcome to the first of our 2024 series of casual football chats brought to you by the good people at the Casual Football Company. Initially, we had earmarked this um, this one-off specials to start in 2024. However, with the news that we heard earlier in the week in, involving referee Stuart Blacker, we decided to kind of get it started earlier and make sure that we had a way to not only ensure that Stu was, was able to get his flowers while he was still able to smell them, but to also kind of document the legacy of someone who has contributed to football in, in WA and in so many aspects um, and really document the legacy of someone who has been really loved with that said as you listen to this again please listen with a bit of grace um, we've been trying to work out the structure and the format for this and it'll probably be um, easier to do in the back end and we'll be able to make changes and edits to the format in the future but for now we just really wanted to have a chat to a mate and to people who knew him from a refereeing capacity. And we hope that this can be used as a monument that stays with us, like all of our great memories of Stu. So enjoy, and um, we'll speak to you all soon. Perth Football Podcast, we are doing a very special edition of our Casuals Conversation brought to you by the Casual Football Company. Uh, we wanted to start the series next year, but circumstances kind of dictated that we would do something a little bit more special and kind of give um, give the opportunity for, for Stuart to to smell the flowers and, and smell the roses and, and see all the nice stuff while he's still around with us as well. So we've got a quick interview with um, referee and all-round good guy, Stuart Blacker. Stuart, um, good to have you on, mate. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll kind of get straight to it. We've also got a bit of hand um, from his friend Mark, but we just wanted to talk about football and the community and, and kind of how you got into it because I would have, I've gotten to, I got to Perth in 20... 11 and then got straight into Sunday leagues at the end of that 2011 year and started playing 2012 and between then and now I've had you as a referee we've also had you in the hub football program that we did quite not quite too not quite not too long ago and then we also had um had you in the well, not just the hub league but just casual football and, mm. and the and the harmony cup as well so give us give us your, your 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 perspective on what made you get involved in referee you, you said a little funny answer to me before but hopefully you can <laughs> repeat it again for the people so, as well so in 2009 when i came back to australia like i was heavily overweight probably a little bit depressed and um i was looking at ways to try to to get myself fit because it become so fat and so i thought well I saw advertisement for referees. So I thought, well, shit, it, it'd be a great way to meet some people and also get my fitness back. And meet some people and get your fitness back, you did, mate. And, you know, we are one of the referees that I've had who just kind of had the respect of the players. And I think one of the key ways that you did that was you just kept your cool the entire time. Um, but you also said something earlier where you were like, well, I saw the standard of referee and I thought I could do better. So how did that kind of play into the way that you decided how to referee and, and kind of manage the players as well? Well, the thing is, when you're referee, 
like because there's only one referee virtually on a Sunday league. Yep. You have to be able to to win the players' confidence. If you cannot win the players' confidence, then you rock up, and the the players think, "Oh no, I've got this." <laughs> you can swear, mate. I've got this dickhead again, who we can't stand. And so, so I used to try to be fair, and no one could ever accuse me of not doing that. And then, um, and I always stayed for a drink, no matter what, after the game. Yeah, there's a there's a story that we heard earlier about you um, being likely to get punched by a player, but then be having a beer with them next week. Kind of, what does that say about about you and the relationship that you have with, with, with the players? Well, it's about letting stuff go. Like you can't, like 99% of the stuff that happens on the football field is not malicious. Like the guy punching me was malicious. He got three years for it. Good. But I chose to go, well, look, like you can hold a grudge all your life, but it doesn't change anything. And make them... In terms of in terms of the we, we talk about the football part of it, um, we talk about the refereeing part of it. But you did say something a little bit earlier where you mentioned about how it was a good chance to meet people. It was a good yes. chance to, to to get a community. So, talk to us a bit about that about the community of referees that you've met, the community of players that you've met. We've set up an event, and within 24 hours, we had nine of the 14 slots filled. We've got 12 of those 14 slots filled already, and we haven't even put up a flyer or anything like that. So. What does that say about the community that you've been able to develop, being friends, footballers or referees? That's right. Because, let's face it, most of Perth are immigrants. So if you're not going to throw yourself in to making friends with different people, then you, you get alone. It's a lonely life. And so I always stayed around at a drink. And a lot of guys, we all had stuff in common. Oh, we, we, we did, mate. Um, any, any referees, that, anyone that, from, from that referee kind of cohort that you remember? Um, I remember John Westmoreland and you guys being part of the referees who whenever I saw, again, I was playing lower level Sunday League at the time, Division 5, Division 4, Division 3. Yeah. And I remember seeing you guys and just having a good time and, and the same way where whenever we did the Harmony Cup, um, you'd both put your hands up to get involved and be part of that as well. Like Dave Curry was good. He helped me. He was a really good ref, pointing me in the right directions. And um, like I stayed, still stay friends. Like um, as soon as I said that I was going to do the, the games in February, I had about 20 referees mm. just say, yep, they'll do it. Um, no, mate, and again, it. it we, we are speaking, obviously, on the backdrop of something very, very serious, but we're looking at the positives here. I remember you saying that you were told that you didn't have long before and you stuck it out for four years because you were just stubborn and yep. <laughs> wanted to prove the doctors wrong. How do you um, want to give up? Yeah. The thing is, like, you have choices in life. We can either go, oh, I give up and die, or I fight. And that's what, for me, it was fighting. In the end, it's got me, but... I've given it a hell of a go. You absolutely have given it a hell of a go, mate. And I think the I think the undertone of this is, as I said, that this is the first of, of a special that we want to do, but we do want to kind of cement 
special people cement their legacy, cement their impact, and you have been very special in the Sunday League. You have been special in the refereeing community as well. Someone who has been fair right the way down through the middle. I don't think there's been any controversies in, in my time knowing you or, or knowing about you, and it's just been someone who's always been keen to be a part and be a part of the community, and I think for me that's absolutely huge. I think... I think without football, there's a lot of stuff that can go out, go go yes. go, go, go go awry, and without mental sport, health. especially especially from a mental health perspective, especially for men in general. So, the idea of having someone like yourself who was always keen to put his hand up, um, you help Dale with the with the refereeing kit, and the, 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 I see the joy that Dale at North Perth has as well. So, just want to make sure that we are here able to to, to speak to you and um, and give you that kind of that kind of. I suppose yeah. it's um, it's about. I suppose it's giving you that kind of respect that, that that you deserve on the back end of that as well. So, yeah, is there anything that you want to make sure is said or spoken about, or, or that we kind of remember you by as well? So yeah, so I did a lot of futsal training, training some of the younger guys, and um, so they were really happy that, that I actually went through and, and tried to help them grow as well. So. It was really for me, I was just trying to help the referees grow, but also help the game grow. Is there anything that you'd like to make sure that players know about referees moving forward? Because again, there are players like myself who are kind of putting their boots up and, and hopefully looking at going and becoming referees. Anything that you want to say to make sure that we keep that pipeline of community and support? For me, there has to be a connection between the referee and the players. Without it, People rock up and they get misconceived ideas. The referees should be there early. They should be there having a drink after the game. And that builds a rapport. And then if there's like a, a tense situation, you go, look, you guys know me. Pull your head in. doing my best. Pave. I don't want to send people off. And that's all you can ask for, mate. Someone who turns up, does their best, is absolutely honest, and that's exactly how... I have remembered you, mate, and we'll make sure we continue to do that for you as well. Okay, thanks, Reggie. No worries, mate. Thank you so much. The Perth Football Podcast continuing on our casual football stories conversations. I'm joined here by Sorrento President Nico Hoyle. We're here to have a quick chat about um, referee Stuart Blacker. We are at the function here in Sorrento. They've been so kind to open up the club grounds to have a barbecue and um, do a celebration and, and kind of cement Stu's legacy here, not just as a referee, but as a person. So, Nico, why was it so important for, for you guys to, to do this and, and put your hand up and kind of show this generosity towards Stu? Yeah, I mean, I've known Stu um, for, for over 10 years now and we're in a position where we can do something, so why wouldn't we, you know? So, um, it's not often, unfortunately, in life um, where you get told that, it, unfortunately, it's going to end. Um, and it's not till after, generally, that you mm. sort of do something about it. You miss on the, uh, reminisce on those days and everything like that. And um, thankfully, now we're in a position to assist you um, before that time comes and, um, again, um, catch up on old memories and everything like that as well. So, yeah. Mate, that idea of, of making sure that people get to, you know, smell the flowers while they're still here and get to, you know, see and hear all the nice things said about them, that is often 
typically sit on it's too late. That, that's, that's such a good thing to, to do. And I think he has a different kind of rep, um, relationship with yourself and myself. Obviously, I'm not a referee, but the refereeing community is, I'm sure, like a brotherhood. And, um, and situations like this probably bring you all together as well. Yeah, 100%. And I think we've seen that. Refereeing, I don't think there's any doubt, it's a bit of a dying breed at this point in time. Hopefully... Good refereeing as well, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully that changes. But he's a referee. Um, he's a mentor to a lot of people but um, the reality is he's still a human and um, he has a family he has close friends um, which are here today to to sort of have a beer with him as well and that's the most important thing um, remembering all of that and um, again just just catching up with him mate because um, I would um, yeah it's it's a horrible position he's in but again it shows the attitude he's at as well and um, he just sees life through this different lens and um, it's quite humbling to see. Mate, you you were so right about that, the different lens that he sees life from. It's I, I'll give you a couple stories. Whenever we, years and years and years ago in a previous life, I used to run the Hub Football League yeah. and then we had a pretty shitty event with a president who was an absolute knob and I'm glad you're not president of a club anymore. <laughs> and, um, and we decided to do an event called the Harmony Cup and the idea was to get together and turn this negative into a positive and kind of unite us through football and um, he was one of the referees who put his hand up straight away to say yep I'll be there do it absolutely free of charge went into the Perth Football Hub League again one of the referees who put his hand up I'll be there I'll contribute and that's the kind of legacy and that's the kind of people that you want and again you're in a position where you're a club president and I'm sure you know how hard it is to get people to put their hand up to volunteer their time to come and join and and, and be part of stuff so it's so important that you know we can give those people the kudos that they can get but also that we still have those people around as well oh it's so important as soon as I said to to some of our club members hey this is what we're doing on on Sunday there was no ifs there was no buts there was okay let's do it what do we need to do to help and um, it just shows that when situations like this happen um, how strong a football community that we are um, and and what we can actually rally to, to achieve and I think we're seeing on on Monday night what what Richie's doing um, down at UWA and, and long may that continue, and yourself mm. at the at the football centre, um, and and I hope that Football West do something as well um, with with Stuart because um, at the end of the day he's been a Football West referee for for over what 14 years, uh, <laughs> 15 years. Um, so so we have to do something, and, and like I said, I'm in a position where where we can, um, and it's a testament to him, and it's a testament to what he's achieved, um, and and the the bonds that he's sort of created with everybody. Play coaches, referees as well. Mate, I couldn't say, I couldn't have said that better than myself. So look, thank you so much for contributing to this. Um, and yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you do get to hear this, we'll try to get this out on Monday night, um, before Monday night. So there is a football game that is happening at UWA where all the proceeds are kind of going to um, to Stuart and to the causes that he's put his hand up for. And there is also a festival of football that has been held at the football centre on the 9th of December. Um, so if you can get on on to that as well but thank you so much Nico really appreciate it and um, yeah good luck for the season once that all starts but right now the most important thing is getting these snags up and making sure that we can all um, speak to Stu as well absolutely help yourself Mike. <laughs>
Casual Football Chats is a partnership between the Perth Football Podcast and the Casual Football Company. Casual Football Company run 25 casual games a week at venues across the entire metropolitan area. Casuals lets you rock up, play 90 minutes of non-stop football for $15 reduced. There are no referees and no one keeps scores. It's not the World Cup final, which means that you can have a nice casual game with your friends, with mates or with strangers. Games are played simply for the love of the game. All players are welcome. Check them out on Casual Football on all social media places that you can find them. They also have an app that you can get on iTunes or on Google Play Store. And remember, hashtag play because you love it and hashtag keep things casual. All right, and then continuing with our um, casual football conversations, talking um, about Stu Blacker, we've got another referee who, whenever I've turned up to the ground and seen that it was him, I was just like, you know what? It's going to be okay. It's it's not going to be such a bad. It's not going to be such a bad thing having this person referee. We've got Josh Manella here. Josh, how are you keeping, mate? You keeping you keeping cool after yesterday? It's been an absolute crackerjack of a week. Um, we've had the heat wave we've had the fires up our way so Wednesday night we're uh, yeah trying to pack out the house to make sure that we've got everything that was important but yeah we're quite lucky in the end so but I mean in all honesty that's fairly insignificant for what we're here for today so no, mate, good, good, good on you having that perspective. And, of course, we are here at, at Sorrento Football Club having a, having a barbecue on behalf of Stu. And you're, you're one of the referees who's had a pretty good relationship with him going, going quite a way back. So can you give us a few words on, on half, our, half our back you go and just your general impressions and memories of, of Stu? I thinking it's probably at nearly 15 years now. Um, Stu's been one of those guys that you see their name pop up on the allocations and you're really happy to have yeah. someone like him on your line. If he's AR1, yeah. you're, you're happy, right? Oh, absolutely. So, um, I've, I know there's that love-hate relationship with players and clubs and referees, but never heard anyone say a bad word about Stu, so yeah, it's been pretty gut-wrenching to see his journey over the last couple of years Um, and when he came out with the messages this week, yeah, it was really really, yeah, really upsetting so. I know, it absolutely was and I think I think what's been what's been really heartening has been the responses that we've that we've had um very rarely do you see someone in the sunday league or the state league post something and get over 200 likes and loves and shares that just shows you a testament that this person is and the idea that he's looked at us and said hey we want to turn this into something positive and get together and and celebrate football that just shows you the, the, the kind of character that he is as well oh absolutely and hand on heart it's all this stuff that the clubs and the community have done it's really appreciated um he is an absolute legend and uh yeah really do appreciate the effort that the football community has gone to to acknowledge um his um 
effort and all his time yeah. in, in the game. So his contribution's been his contribution's been great. Uh, look, I'm not going to rewrite history and say he was an amazing referee. He was a really good referee, and I think one of the things that that make him memorable is he would look you in the face and say, I couldn't see that. He was such a great guy, and that's the way he officiated, and I think he earned a lot of respect for that, so... No, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely with you. Do you, um, do you have any any memories or anything that kind of sticks to your mind in, in the years that you've refereed with him? Any time that he he might have done a Novatsis or a, or a or a David Bruce and just let the flag, <laughs> the flag fall out of his hand or the or the cards fly away in the wind? Oh, he's very trusty with the flag. So <laughs> sturdy hand. Very, very sturdy. So no, all round great guy. So. Now, Josh, really, really appreciate you taking the time and, and, and talking about him. Um, and good luck to yourself as well. I know you've been contributing the um, African Cup of Nations, and it's it's a pretty it's a pretty cool tournament. But I know that it gets really hot out there in um, in Wanneroo, especially at this time of the year. It was a great great set of games yesterday, and it was good to see you down as well. So it's always good uh, good tournament to keep involved with. So. Yeah, hopefully we have a few decent games next week, the week after, being the semis and the final. So, yeah, good luck to the team. So, Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, if you can get on down, um, there will be games at the Olympic Kingsway Stadium. Um, it'll be next weekend uh, on the Saturday at 3 o'clock and on 5 o'clock. We'll uh, see you for a couple more interviews um, talking about Stu Blacker. Okay, and the last of our interviews on this casual um, chat conversation special on Stuart Blacker, the referee. We've got another referee, John Westmoreland. Um, John, firstly, how are you keeping, mate? You keeping keeping out of trouble? Going well, yep. Still uh, refereeing and uh, did a couple of African Cup games last week. Awesome. Just, uh, keeping fit, and at my age, you have to. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if I don't keep fit, I won't get up for next year. No, man, I'm, I'm delighted that you're keeping fit and, and still still keeping at it. Um, I came into the country in 2011, and in 2012, I would have had you referee referring us in the Sunday Leagues as well yep. and definitely would have um, seen you about in the African Cup and Do you remember where we actually first met? I do Hub Football League? No No, where? It was one of the first weeks I think you were actually in Perth we met at Florida Athena in the stands <laughs> I was sat there and started talking to you and then you said you're from New Zealand. Yes! I can't I think we were African Cup or something. We were there for at Florida Athena. Yeah, yeah. That's the first time I met you and we were chatting away about I think you're actually looking for a club as well. I was, I was. I was living in Mandra at the time. That's right. Yeah. You were working for was it a car dealership or I was, mate. Jesus, that is it's that a is a ago. long, long time ago. I'm working at a tax firm now. You'll never believe. But <laughs> let's let's we can do the reminiscing hour later on. But yeah. I just wanted to, to to kind of paint the picture for a lot of people is throughout the Sunday League experience that I have had. Um, you and Stu have actually been two referees who have put their hands up for a lot of the community stuff as well. So not just the regular Sunday League games, but also. African Cup like we mentioned um, also the Amateurs Cup whenever there's been something that has been a, a little bit of a detour or contribution to the community contribution to football in general you have been there and Stu's often been there as well so just give us give us your thoughts on on, on, on Stu and the referee and just why 
that the two of you will just continue to give back to the community? Well, I think we both enjoy it so much. Um, yeah, you know, some referees are out, go there, and the money's good, and you know, you, you can go that way. And I might say I don't enjoy that part of it, but um, just I can't. I don't play here anymore. I used to play, used to love it, but with a family now getting a bit older, and I think Stewie was the same way. Where we both started about the same time, 15, 16 years ago, and we just sort of went through everything together with amateurs, as you say, with the African Cup. I mean, when it very the African Cup first started, probably 10, 15 years, something like that, um, down with Dell Park and Wanneroo, just things like that, and we just sort of met, we got to know each other and everything like that, and uh, found ourselves at the same tournaments, doing the same games, and um, we sort of went, as you can say, through the ranks together. Yeah. We, ended up, we both ended up doing Sunday Premier in the amateurs. Um, we both did on Saturdays, but you'd often do Sunday Div three and four because that's where I remember like when you, when you guys would coach up, referee us against while I was playing for Bayswater or for Backpackers FC. So even though you were able to do amateur prims you still did some oh, lower yeah. division stuff as well back, back then it was just sort of what you did um, we had Dave Collier at Football West who was great help to both of us and um, he would just phone us up and say oh, look I've got this game happening here it's a friendly or it's um, community game type tournament type thing and we'd say yeah yeah we'll go along go along help you out Dave and stuff um, we did well it used to be where you do a middle then you do a line for the other guy and I always found that Stuart and I were mainly put together. Mm. So, you know, we'd be at different ground, at um, different tournaments doing the same games and uh, I'd be on the line for him or he'd be on the line for me. So, uh, yeah. And I think, I think the thing that I remember the most about um, having him either in the middle on the line was I'm not going to say he was the greatest referee of all time but I will say he was just so honest and down the middle and if he didn't see it he'd say listen mate I just I couldn't see it so I couldn't make the call and regardless of how frustrated you were or how angry you were you can't really argue <laughs> with someone just being clear and honest and communicate so well that's what he was he was always clear I mean, <laughs> if he didn't see something he'd tell you he'd tell you he would just say no didn't see it carry on with the game I'll keep an eye out for it and that was what Stuart was and um, you know it was always a laugh and you'd go into the cl- you'd go to change rooms and you'd be talking to him and he'd say do I miss it and you'd go yeah, yeah. alright no worries I'll, I'll keep an eye I'll keep an eye for the next time. one yeah and after the game you know when he, he always tried to go for drinks after games and he if someone came up to him that he would be honest with them I didn't see it I'm sorry you know it was one of those things we don't didn't see it that's it and it, it, it's it's such a frame breaking thing because once you're like sorry mate that person was in my line of sight I could not see it I know it's a big call but like I could not see it no. well, what, like do you want me to go back and have x-ray vision to, to, to yeah. you know we're good but you know we're not that good we sort of can't rewind our brains to uh, think right what happened five seconds ago no no I can't piece it together simple as that and you know but yeah Stewie was always an honest honest type of guy who you know you would find never have any problems for most teams you just go through the game, they're happy, they've got a good ref, someone will understand, someone will talk to them rather than, uh, you know, 
away from the way, go, no, 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 go away, go away. He would talk to him, talk to him if he can, if he could. Yeah, he he was he was he was really good like that. I do I do want to like ask you one more. I want I do want to ask one more question. Yeah. Is why is that contribution to community so important? Like why why do you kind of do it? Because I'm sure you could have bought yourself a cycle and just rode a bike to keep yourself fit. I'm sure you could have done a whole bunch of stuff, but you still turn up to the African Cup, a Cup of Nations. You were there. You were there recently. You're putting your hand up to come up and help referee other stuff. And she was very much the same. So, what what, what is it about that communityness? What is it about football? What is it about maybe the the Perth community here that makes you go? You know what? I, I actually want to give up my time to contribute because as much as people say, look, it's 75 bucks. Sometimes you're getting abused, and I don't I don't care what kind of like sicko you are. You're not paying. Exactly. It's just a community thing. Um, I've been, I myself, been in football all my life from a young age, playing, coaching, manager, now referee. Uh, I think Stewie was the same as well. It's just that thing. As you go through, you know, you realise that everyone enjoys it. Yeah. Everyone get into, it, and you try and make it as enjoyable as you can for whoever's playing and the community and the hub. The African Cups. I mean, you look at the African Cups as an example, just how much people enjoy playing. Some of the players that turn up to play there, and you know, you've got NPL players, you've got guys that are at the top of the, and yet they still want to come down and play with those types of um, games. Um, Look, I want to give you the final word. So, Take your, take your time if you need to but if there's anything that you want to kind of say to Stu or just kind of how you're going to remember him um, yeah what, what, what would it be because for, for me I, I remember him as this referee who was down the middle but he cared about community and the reaction that we have had as a community on social media yeah. is a testament to him. I don't think a lot of people would get that. I don't think a lot of referees would get, would get that. There, there are some where people would hear that they you know, were in a tr- tricky situation and out of respect they'd keep their mouth shut, but they'd be delighted about it. But 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 you can see the amount of care that he has and, and, and that's kind of what I will think about and remember him. But you know, what would what would you kind of think about all? Um, those of us that know Stewie, really dumb, who've been around him for like 15, 16 years, they know what type of person he is, they know what type of referee, and um, he just attracts good things, good people, and it was a real pleasure to have refereed with him over the 15 years, so uh, Stewie, you're a pleasure to referee with, and you're a great guy to know, thank you.